royal family. Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live here on this Tuesday. Casey just clear joined in house again by coach Brian Kiley. We've got a fun show coming your way in the next 90 or so minutes. In the next segment, we're going to go and chat with central Lafouche boys, basketball coach, coach Henry Latin. His team played at the Thibodeau holiday classic yesterday. And, um, actually, you know what? I just said that wrong. We've got Henry Latin coming on at noon. So in the next segment of the show, Coach Kyle and I will actually be talking about what we saw at the Thibodeau Holiday Invitational yesterday. <clears throat> in the first segment, we got some more playoff brackets to break down. Um, then at noon, of course, Henry Latin, 12-15, Stan Gravois, 12-30. Uh, maybe talk a little Monday night football, some other things in between, and then the bottom of the show, we get our betting picks. But we promised you yesterday that we would break down these last four brackets here in the high school scene. We gave you four yesterday. We'll give you four today. So we start in Division Three non-select, where we do have some local teams who are still in contention. Manet is the number one seed. They defeated Richwood 21 to nothing. They'll take on number nine, Rose Pine, who defeated number 25, Westlake, 20 to 13 in the second round on Friday. So Manet versus Rose Pine. Avoyles is the five seed. They rolled past St. Helena College and Career Academy 52 to 8. They'll now take on St. James, who has found their stride. The four seed, they roll past Lorville 41 to 14. Union Parish, boy, they're always good. They get a 34 to 14 win over Sterlington. They're the three seed. They'll take on the Lumberjacks. Who that say gonna beat them Jacks? They get a 36 to 12 win over Winfield. Then at the bottom of the bracket is where we had a big upset. And it, it wasn't this game here. Number seven Amid defeats number 10, Gina, 46 to 12. The big upset was number 18, Berwick, getting a win over number two, Bogalusa, 33-30. to 30. Man, um, I know this. I covered a lot of St. Mary Parish football in my time as I used to be part of the formerly tri-parish times and St. Mary was our third parish. If you would have told me then that Berwick would be in the quarterfinals of the football playoffs, any classification, even if you would have dropped it to 1A, I would have said, bro, you're lying. Mike Walker has done a wonderful job. They go on the road and get a win over number two, Bogalusa. It's a huge win for them. And then we kind of touched on this yesterday. What about this district? You got St. James, Patterson, Berwick, and Edie White all still playing for Thanksgiving week. That's just an unbelievable job by the teams in that district. Yeah, it's an incredible feat, and they've got a big challenge coming up on Friday. But, I mean, hey, guess what? They just beat the number two team, so they're used to big challenges. Division three select is where Arch Manning roams, and the Isidore Newman Greenies got a 57-19 win over Sophie B. Wright. That's the good news. The bad news is now you got to face University Lab, who got a 43-0 win over Metairie Park Country Day. That'll be a quarterfinal matchup. 
Number five, Calvary Baptist is still pushing in that bracket. They got a 52 to nothing win over North Lake Christian. They'll now take on Dunham, the number four seed who cruised past MLK Charter 56 to 21. Notre Dame survived. Boy, they got a scare. They went a 41 to 40 game over number 19, Lake Charles uh, College Prep. That was a three going over a 19. Notre Dame will now take on Episcopal, who also survived a 10 to 7 game over Loyola Prep, the sixth seed beating the 11th seed. Number 10, Parkview Baptist. They get a mild upset win over number seven, North Caddo. Parkview will now take on number two, St. Charles Catholic, who defeated number 10, Ascension Episcopal, 49 to 17. So while we've got some heavy hitters in this Division Three select bracket, of course, Arch Manning and Newman is number one. I don't think they're going to get by University Lab on Friday. University just has athletes all over. They lost some games because their schedule's so damn rough. Um, you know, they lost to Rumble, Catholic, Baton Rouge, Madison, Prep. I mean, that's the biggest of the big dogs, and all those games were close. But the one team that we always forget about in Division Three Select, and they're all steady, man. They're not flashy. They don't do, you know, they don't run the shotgun. They run it right at you. They play good special teams, play good defense. St. Charles Catholic is always there, and they're going to be taking on Parkview with an opportunity to make it to the semifinals as well. Okay. Talking about Newman, you think you have any pressure on them? I think so. You know, Yep, no doubt about that. Two more brackets to break down. Division 4 non-select. Kentwood. Well, talk about teams that are always there. They're the number one seed. They get a 53-8 to eight win over General Trask. They'll now take on number eight, Oak Grove, who defeated number nine, Welsh, 35-14. to 14. Haynesville's the five seed. They defeat number 12, Oakdale, 36-16. to 16. They'll now take on Basile, who got a 19-8 to eight win over Oberlin. Number three, Mangdom. Whoo, 60-12 to 12 win over number 14, Grand Lake. Mangum will now take on Arcadia, who got an 18-12 win over White Castle. That's an 11 seed beating a 6 seed, a mild upset there. Number 7, Logansport defeats number 10, East Feliciana, 46-16. And now they'll take on number 2, Homer, who blasted number 18, Del High, 52-6. One more bracket to go. As the bracket that Stan always jokes where the state champion has already been decided. That's Division 4 select. Stan thinks Vermilion Catholic is going to be the odds-on favorite. They're the one seed. They got a 31-7 win over number 16, Cedar Creek. So Vermilion will now take on Southern Lab, who pushed past St. Frederick 12-6. St. Mary's, the five seed, gets a 45-0 win over Hanson Memorial. Now they'll take on number four, St. Martin's Episcopal, who defeated Delhi Charter 48-12. Number three, Wachita Christian gets a 49-0 win over Sacred Heart. They'll now take on number six, Glenbrook. In the quarterfinals round, they defeat Catholic a point, could be 42-21. Then at the bottom of the brackets where it got a little bit goofy. Number 10, Ascension Catholic. That's where our old buddy G. Cassard and his family are now. They get a uh, 38-31 win over number 7 seed Riverside. So Ascension Catholic moves on to the next round. And then maybe the surprise score of the night. Number 2, Central Catholic goes down. And we're not surprised that they went down, but we're surprised that they lost 52-12 to to Opelousas Catholic. So... Uh, Ascension Catholic and Opelousas Catholic will be locking horns in the quarterfinals round. And uh, there's your brackets, man. We've got a bunch of teams left across the state playing on Thanksgiving football, and we'll see 
you know, I guess as they say, the chips will fall where they may. Uh, we should have some really good games. But with that having been said, I don't know if you've seen the forecast for Friday. It's supposed to be disgusting. Rain, wind, it shouldn't be great football weather. We'll see if that will either cause some cancellations or um, on the flip side to that, maybe just wreak havoc in terms of how the games are actually played. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's tough. You're the AD, not me, brother. <laughs> well, not in that situation. <laughs> yes. That'll be, uh, you know, that's tough. That's, well, if I was in that case, I'd go to my head football coach and say, what do you want? Yeah. And, you know, he knows his team. And it would uh, prevail in terrible weather or not. But that's, uh, that's a tough call. How does that work? Okay, let's say, you know, Let's just use E.D. White for an example. And this is speculation, y'all. This is I don't know that this is happening. But let's just say that, you know, E.D. White gets a call from John F. Kennedy. And John F. Kennedy says, hey, you know, weather's pretty bad. Uh, you know, y'all want to play Saturday night instead? Like, who? Like, if Kyle says no, it's just locked in? Like, the home team has full authority on that? I see. And then who sets the original time? Is it just assumed it'll be Friday at 7 until otherwise listed? Like It's Friday at 7. Uh, the teams can change it. Again, both teams have to agree to move it. If uh, they cannot come up with an agreement, then it, it refers back to Saturday. Okay, very interesting. Well, we'll just keep an eye on that, y'all, because the weather is supposed to be kind of gross. And quite frankly, uh, seeing some of the forecast, it might even be gross a little bit on the back end of Thanksgiving, unfortunately, as well. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll shift from football to basketball. We saw a whole lot of really good basketball yesterday over at the Thibodeau Tournament. Uh, we'll talk about everything that we saw in the next segment of the show. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Want a freezy, easy-go gas golf cart? Golden Motors will be giving away a brand-new golf cart to anyone who buys a new or pre-owned vehicle during the months of November 1st through January 31st. Buy your next new or pre-owned car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collection of Silverados, Equinox, Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cutoff, call 985-325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Fence RV to experience a Top 50 Dealer or visit us at FenceRV.com. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. 
Market wants to wish everyone a happy holiday. And to help you out and make you really happy for the holidays, they are offering a free Butterball Turkey when you purchase a Smithfield Spiral Ham. Yes, buy a Smithfield Spiral Ham at $2.99 per pound and get up to 16 pounds free on a Butterball Grade A frozen turkey. Limit one per customer. Also good on Honeysuckle or Best Choice Grade A frozen turkeys based on availability. Gobble, gobble. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Yesterday, the coach and I did something that is one of our favorite pastimes. We just left play-by-play and went, boy, Buddy Miller has no faith in me, huh? Got written down on a paper that I'm not coming in today. No, I've I've been here. I was talking with Truck. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm glad that you showed me that because I do need to thank these sponsors. The Blue Boot Foundation, Vince RV, located on Highway 90 in Boutique, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's markets feels like home and Golden Motors where price is priority. Proudly supporting South Lafouche athletics and community youth sports organizations. Um, yeah, back to what I was saying a minute ago. We we were at the Thibodeau High School tournament yesterday. Spent a lot of time out in the gym, which is I mean there's no better place to be at this time of year. And we saw some really good basketball, man. Two of the three games were thrilling, a really hard-fought, competitive games. We start with the opener, South Lafouche getting a victory to start their season over um, HL Bourgeois. They get a 66-59 to win over the Braves. Brandon Daniel scored 30 points for South Lafouche. Hayden Kale pitched in 17. Chris Coleman was the leading scorer for the Braves. I'll tell you how many points he had in just a second as I pull up the scorebook from the ballgame. Coleman had, oh, it looks like 4, 6, 8, 10, 11, 13, 15, 16, 18, 22 points for HL Bourgeois, so he played exceptionally well. Um, but, man, the Tarpons, uh, and I told Brody this, um, played as well in the third quarter as the South Foos team had played in a minute. They were getting up and down the floor in transition. They, they, they played really, really well. The fourth quarter was not good, but you held on. You survived, and you found a way to win against a bourgeois team, they're going to get it together. They're going to win some some ball games for sure. But it was a great starting point for Coach Brody and his staff. Yeah, they came out, they handled uh, HL pressure. You had some turnovers, but for the most part, they were getting the ball to the middle in their press offense and, you know, getting the ball across midcourt. And I think their big key was Hayden Colley stepping up, shooting the ball well from the outside, along with Jacob Kuro knocking a few shots down. Uh, when the Tarpons score 60 points, you can pretty much guarantee that your your other guys besides DJ are going to chip in a few uh, a few points, and that's what happened uh, yesterday. And, uh, DJ's DJ, he's a beast. Oh man, he's uh, tough to stop, and when he gets the ball inside, you know he's uh, a force to be reckoned with. 
just doing things last night that were just absurd, you know, just going up on the glass and, you know, making things happen. And he fought some foul trouble. A few of them I didn't think were fouls, but that's neither here nor there. He played through it. The most important thing is that whenever things were not going his way, whenever he was on the bench because of the foul situation, he was being a cheerleader for his teammates. When he was having to play through some adversity on the floor, kept his chin up, showed some senior leadership and a little bit of maturity, and that was very, very impressive to see. Yep, they did. Some underlooked things about the game yesterday, Coach. South Lafouche falls behind 6 nothing, and it looks like they're going to get boat raced. An early timeout, they kind of settle down. Then something else that a lot of folks maybe wouldn't talk about, Caden Jarvis. Guy's not going to score a whole lot. Just kind of gritty, gutsy, you know, all-heart type player. He gets fouled late. I think it's just like a five-point game at the time. It's a one-and-one. One. He misses the front end. H.L. Bourgeois is getting the rebound. They're going back at you, trying to make it a one-possession game. Calmly, like he's been there a million times before, even though he has not, calmly made them both, got that lead back up to seven, and really kind of stabilized the ship there when the Braves were making a run. Two huge free throws. That was game one. Game two was a slugfest, man. You talk about a physical game between two teams that were talented, two teams that were well coached. Southside gets a 49-42 to win over Central Lafouche, a game that the Trojans actually led by two points at halftime, but in the second half, Southside actually kind of retook that lead pretty quickly and, and grabbed control. But look, Central Lafouche cut the deficit down to like two or three points late in the game. Southside gets a bucket, and then they make their free throws. The Trojans also were fighting foul trouble throughout the game. Blaze Gisclair fouled out of the game. A couple of, I think one other starter fouled out of the game. Uh, Southsides without their football guys who are going to make a big difference for them as well. But that was a very physical, hard fought, gutsy game. And, and Southside finds a way. Todd Russ and his crew, they improve uh, their, their positioning and they move into the winner's bracket to take on South Lafouche later today. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, for Central Lafouche, man, Evan Griffin made some big shots. He uh, he played exceptionally well, and you know that that's a team that they're going to win some games. They they're going to most certainly win some games. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Big fundamental, man. He gets down there, gets you up in the air, jumps in. Yeah, uh, he's very crafty down there, no doubt. The game of the uh, the or the nightcap game of the tournament was probably the least exciting game. Right, Thibodeau defeats Estruma sixty-one to twenty. Look, kudos to Tony and his crew; they did exactly what they needed to do. But it's our job to tell you the the truth here. Estruma's really bad. Uh, they're going to be decisively the worst team in this tournament. In a tournament that has a lot of talented teams, Estruma's not very good. They're going to be off today. They're going to return back on Wednesday, at least we think. Based on some of the things that we saw, you never know. Um, but, hey, that doesn't change the fact that Tony and his crew needed to get a win at home, start off the tournament right, and they did. They took care of business. They got out in transition, turned over a, a Struma, and they did what they had to do to, to get the win. The local boys basketball scoreboard outside of Thibodeau was full of games last night. I could tell you that. Uh, let's see. We had, well, Destrahan and East Ascension played, but there's no score reported. But there are a bunch of other scores that were reported. I was looking at this before the show. Um, Assumption fell to White Castle last night in a close uh, seven-point ball game. That score is not reported, but I saw it on their Facebook page. Morgan City loses two games yesterday. They fall 61-42 to to Dunham. And then they fall 72-54 to against Episcopal. So Morgan City drops a couple of games. That's over at the Dunham Tournament. South Terrebonne is also at the Dunham Tournament, and they also lost two games yesterday. They fall to Brulee 75-36 to and to University Labs 62-30. to So South Terrebonne falls on the short end of a few. Berwick, man. Berwick's won a couple of ball games here to start the year. They get a victory over Hanson Memorial 58-40. to um, I saw Berwick over the summer over at E.D. White, and look, historically, look, let's be honest, they're, they're not usually a big powerhouse program, and I'll also tell you this, like they're not playing powerhouse programs to start the year, but they're also without their football guys and they're winning, which leads you to believe that there is some talent there. The kids were over the summer especially were playing very hard. It's a new coach, and um, good to see them off to a strong start. They got an 18-point win over Hanson Memorial yesterday. Yeah, no doubt. On our girls' basketball scoreboard, we had some local teams who were in action yesterday. I could tell you that the Thibodeau Lady Tigers out of the New Iberia tournament got a 61-46 win over Westlake. Coach Ashley and her crew get a big win there. Ellen, their falls to Southwood yesterday over at the Wasman tournament, 39-36. to All that tells me is that Southwood must be really, really good. Ellen, their falls in a close one there. Uh, let's see. We also had... The South Lafouche Lady Tarpons fall 72-50 to to Amit in the Edna Carr tournament. So the Lady Tarpons move into the loser's bracket of that tournament there. And I believe that wraps up our local scoreboard. Nope, it does not because Kathy Luke and the home of Christian Warriors got a 42-24 to victory over Catholic of 
New Iberia yesterday, so Homer Christian stays on the winning track. And then that wraps up our local scoreboard on the girls' basketball side. But with that having been said, if you want to go watch some high school basketball today, and I've actually been asked this by a lot of people who didn't realize that South Lafouche was playing over at Thibodeau. Hey, when do the Tarpons play again? The answer to that question is 6.30 today. South Lafouche will be taking on Southside. Before them at 5 o'clock, you got HL Bourgeois and Central Lafouche. Let me tell you something. That's going to be one hell of a game. Then the nightcap, you got the host Thibodeau who will be taking on Ellender. So the HL Bourgeois and Central Lafouche game, the winner of that game. Let's see how. Well, I don't know how that's going to work. Bracket. Well, anyway, I do know this. The The winner's bracket games are Southside versus South Lafouche, Thibodeau versus Ellender. The two winners of that will play for the championship. The two losers will play in consolation. Estruma's going to fit in there somewhere. I don't know if they're playing the winner or the loser between HL Bourgeois and Central Lafouche on Wednesday, but we've got good basketball over the next couple of days. I tell you this, man, I know it's not easy to run a tournament, but everything was smooth as silk yesterday. Coach Clark and his crew did an excellent job. Everything was on time. Uh, good basketball played. It, it was it was fun to be in the gym yesterday. Now look, it doesn't help when a team backs out a couple of days before the tournament. And look, I'm not faulting while, while the reason they backed out. I mean, it's 100 percent understandable, but but still, uh, it, you know, Coach Clark does a good job of adjusting to the, uh, the circumstance. And uh, yeah, it's a very well run tournament each and every year. We saw some good basketball yesterday. Looking yeah, no doubt about it. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of this break, we're going to talk to Henry Latin of Central Lafouche. His team lost a close competitive game to Southside, and we'll ask him about his team's plans today to try to tackle HL Bourgeois. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now until the end of November. Check out the many holiday deals at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Test drive the 2022 Ram 1500 with 3750 off MSRP, now 57715 Hurry on over to Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Must finance through Chrysler Capital to qualify for Chrysler Capital bonus cash. Must finance through Chrysler Capital and have a beacon score of 620 or less to qualify for CCAP 22 non-prime retail bonus cash. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. 
We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Just talking about the Thibodeau basketball tournament in the last segment of the show here on Play by Play. And now we've got on the phone lines one of the coaches who's coaching within it. That is Henry Latin over at Central Lafouche's team lost a competitive, hard fought game against Southside last night. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm well. How you guys doing? Doing fine, buddy. It's another big opportunity for your team today, taking on Bourgeois. Uh, man, I watched them play. I watched you play. I think it's going to be very evenly matched. It's going to come down to the end again. What are some of the goals today for your crew to try to knock off the Braves? Uh, just told the guys, man, if we could come out and, and do what we did last night. I know we didn't get the outcome that we wanted, but as far as competitive play, man, I've never seen my kids compete like that since, you know, in my in my now third year at Central LaFouche. Man, my guys, my guys laid it on the line. They competed, man, and I'm, I couldn't be more proud and happier. You know, even though we didn't get the result we wanted, you know, we – we battle. We definitely battle. One of the things that I really like about your crew is how much it means to them, dude. I was walking, you know, I was sitting under the basket last night, and Blaze Gisler walks, turns the corner, and, yeah, I coached Blaze when he was in bitty basketball. So I'm like, hey, Blaze, how we doing? And, like, you could tell, like, he was he was pissed off. He was not happy. And, you know, very rarely today do you see high school kids who still have that feeling of emotion. Like, today, usually this is a generation where five seconds after it happened, they're over it and they're on to the next one. But to see him holding that on, and like he said, man, I fouled out. You know, like he he felt like he let you guys down. And I told him, hey, man, they couldn't be further from the truth. But I just love to see that passion because we don't often see that anymore. Yeah, you know, I, I, funny. I got a I got a call from Southside coach this morning, uh, and that was basically his one comment he gave about my team. He said, he said, man, your kids play with purpose. He said, I've never seen it in a while kids that come out and actually, you know, they play with purpose. But, you know, that's one of the first things when I met the guys, I always tell the kids, what is your why? Why why are you doing this? Because it's tough. You know, you got other things you're able to do. And I really think, you know, over these past two years that within the program, my kids come out with, with passion and reason. And uh, even with my, my, my other assistant coaches, you know, Coach, Coach Griffin and Coach Allen, they're very passionate guys and they – and I guess it's just, you know we lead by example, and uh, it's, it's 
definitely going to the kids. But but they, I, I love that they were angry. They got on a bus, man. You couldn't hear, you couldn't hear a pin drop. I mean, they were they were pissed, man. And I I I, I was driving back with a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, uh, you know, Coach Collie and I were talking in the last segment of the show about how big of a weapon Griffin is. Of course, there's the outside shooting and the three-point play and everything, but he gets in the paint, and, you know, he's deceptive. He's not, you know, 6'5 or 6'6. He's not 230, 240 pounds, but big fundamental down there. He's got good footwork. He gets you up in the air. He draws fouls. He score, like, he's a multi-purpose threat, man. He could score inside and out and also in the mid-range for your team. Yeah, and, I, you know, I challenged him after, after we dropped uh, Jamborita assumption, you know, I challenged him in particular to to and my and my entire team really to look at the three point shots they were taking and 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 create other opportunities. And I often refer back to the to, uh, uh, the uh, game with with Jesuit we had. We had a scrimmage and how patient they were. And uh, I tell you what, in our two wins and again last night. Griffin is averaging about 15, 16 points a game, and he never shot a three. This is a kid who went from shooting three, three, three to accepting what worked well for the team. And that's a sign of maturity. Like, that's a sign of growth from, you know, being asked to stop basically doing something you enjoy doing that you've been given accolades for doing and now doing what it is the team is doing uh, or what's well, what works best for the team. And hey, he was in that middle last night. I mean, the kid, the kid, he and Jaden Battles, uh, Makai Jacobs, you know, they kept us in that game. You know, we had some calls that could have went the other way here or there. But you know, Southside is a quality opponent. That's Southside. They, they, that's big dogs. And coach, coach, you know, Russ, man, he's he's phenomenal with those kids, man. I think I lost you. Uh, number 24. Coach, Coach, are you with yeah, us? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Number 24, who is that on your team? That's my that's my, that's my, my sleeper, man. That's uh, Jaden Battles, man. Hard-working kid. Uh, he doesn't even understand his wealth. He doesn't understand his worth. You know, he, he was a little down on himself for, for missing a, a shot at the, towards the end of the game. But, uh, man, I hope he sat and looked at that film and see, man, the defensive presence he has. He rebounds. Uh, man, his perimeter defense is, is great. And, he, and, hey, when he opens, I call it a layup. But he rarely misses yeah. a mid-range shot. Well, uh, I don't think he's uh, you sleep anymore. Uh, that guy had a heck of a game. And I was just overly impressed with uh, the just the effort you guys gave the entire game, no matter if your team was up or down, they, they played exceptionally hard. And I think that's a, a credit to what you guys are doing over there at Central Lafourche. And I, I really appreciate it. And it's good to see, you know, it's good to see the kids get a little a taste of success. And I think that's definitely going to feed the fire. Uh, HL Bourgeois, Scrappy, high, high energy. They're going to come at us hard. It's a, it's a, even though it's not a district, game it's a district team a guy coach Kyle I've been knowing forever so uh, tonight's gonna be exciting I'll definitely be excited partner whenever I saw you for the jamboree you said hey man like we're really good but we don't have everybody all pulling in the same direction yet I gotta tell you I saw you against South Terrebonne 
Saw you last night. It looks like whatever internal issues there were have been fixed, man, because you guys seem to be playing with that vibe that you played with over the summer. Yeah, we pulled. I'll tell you what, after the assumption game, we, we pulled that film, and we, we, we didn't talk a whole lot, but we watched the film, and we talked about what it is we do. You know, what? You know, I can't, we can't make an adjustment if we're not doing what it is we, we normally do. So when we pulled that film and we watched the game against Assumption, I saw the lights go off in those kids. I saw the lights, and they took responsibility. It wasn't, oh, I had a bad game, or it wasn't a, it wasn't a oh, he didn't do his job. It was a group of kids who said, I missed my assignment. I didn't cut baseline. I didn't box out. I should have made that layup. We got to shoot better on free throw. We must talk more on defense. So when they did that, I knew that. I, I knew it was coming. I knew that quiet storm was about to group. Very good. Well, look, man, thanks so much for the time. We'll see you again later today. All right, bro. All right. See you later, man. You guys have a great afternoon. You too, bro. That is Coach Henry Latin with Central LaFouche doing an excellent job. Let's catch a quick break. Uh, we'll get back out of this break and go to Stan Gravois. He acts to come on a little bit early, but he's got to be off by 1230. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the Ragin' Cajun. 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. wants to wish everyone a happy holiday and to help you out and make you really happy for the holidays they are offering a free butterball turkey when you purchase a smithfield spiral ham yes buy a smithfield spiral ham at 2.99 per pound and get up to 16 pounds free on a butterball grade a frozen turkey limit one per customer also good on honeysuckle or best choice grade a frozen turkeys based on availability gobble gobble Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. 
through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. It's Tuesday. That means it's time for our Terrebonne General Tuesday. We go to Stan Gravois out in Homa, Louisiana. Partner, how you doing today, man? Good afternoon. Good, Casey. Good. I wish we had more teams we were looking forward to following on Friday in football, but, you know, we're, we're okay. Yeah, no doubt, man. Let's start there. E.D. White will be taking on John F. Kennedy. Uh, first and foremost, if you're planning to go to the game, did you buy your poncho yet, your rain boots, your umbrella? Because, boy, we, Brian and I were talking about this in the first segment of the show. That weather forecast is ominous. It looks like rain is going to be a big, big factor in those Friday night games. I'm curious to see if it affects either of the two teams. Well, luckily, they're playing on artificial turf, so you you one up as opposed to past years in our area. That's for sure. The other thing is, and I guess it's weather-related, it's how Kennedy sort of adapts to seeing E.D. White and how E.D. White adapts to seeing Kennedy. Two teams that are on polar ends as far as schemes go, so that'll play a lot into it. I would imagine if you're ground and pound like E.D. White is for the most part, it probably plays in your favor related to weather. Uh, I would imagine that Kennedy, although, I, you know, the old – cliche or the old standard is is that the offense always has the upper hand because they know where they're going i still think throwing the ball around like kennedy likes to do in that open offense is is maybe going to struggle a little bit especially when you got kids from ed white who are going to be in the right place all night long so uh we'll see now listen you know you know this as well as i do going into this game it's not like it was going into the evangel game although they are 11 and 1 Kennedy has not played any teams with a winning record except for one. And quite honestly, that one team with a winning record was Livingston Collegiate. And they didn't play anybody who had a winning record. So it's a little bit different sort of feel to this game, yet you know Kennedy is going to have some athletes. So you have to be, again, in the right place at the right time. Talk about this, and Kyle Asen kind of mentioned this to us on Saturday, is that EDY goes into every single game that they play having no tape of seeing their opponent face an offense like theirs because they're one of the only teams in the state that runs that type of offense. That's got to be kind of weird, but also kind of nerve-wracking is that you're just kind of going in blind. Like, you don't know if they're going to come with a five-man front. You don't know if they're going to come with a you know 4-4. Like, you don't know how they're going to handle that. And then on the second part to that is it makes it even more impressive that they could adjust and come up with a plan in the middle of the game to adapt to what the defense is doing to them. I agree 100%. Interestingly enough, you know, when he mentions that they run things like a military academy, obviously on defense, 
you have to be disciplined enough to have somebody on the quarterback, somebody on the fullback, somebody on the pitch. You have to make sure that your cornerbacks and your safeties are in the right spot because, you know, if they just happen to pull out of something, you don't want a guy running behind you. So all of that is extremely tough, and I think you're hoping, if you're Kyle, that the discipline of the opponent's defense is not going to be very good. What makes it just so impressive is is that this has been two sophomore quarterbacks who have done this for E.D. White. I mean, it's not like they're watching tape all week going, okay, I see that the defensive end collapses on the quarterback every play, so I kind of have a feel for what's going to happen. It's two sophomore quarterbacks who have, like you just mentioned, no tape, no nothing. They don't know what he's going to do. So they're kind of ad-libbing at that last second of what you know they're going to do. The other thing is, is, and I think you just hit it on the head, boy, Kyle and his staff come out in the third quarter of just about every game, and you can tell there were some adjustments that were made both, both offensively and defensively that sort of gives them the upper hand. And I think you'll see that continuing throughout the playoffs. You saw it against Evangel. It's very impressive. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Not a whole lot of film to, to tell, but I will say this. Kennedy's probably sitting there going, how are we going to stop this? So from that other perspective, I think that they're going to be a little bit in a world of hurt just understanding a new offense that they've not seen all year long. Stan, uh, Brian and I have spent a lot of the show talking about high school basketball. We have the Thibodeau tournament going on right now. We saw South Lafouche get a win over Bourgeois. We saw Thibodeau High School get a win. Central Lafouche fell yesterday but played very, very tough against Southside. Man, I, I, I echo back to what we said about football, how we were kind of of the opinion, oh, man, everybody's going to be better and, and this, that, and the other. Football maybe didn't necessarily materialize that way, but, boy, after seeing the first week and a half, two weeks of basketball, I think it's going to be a situation where on the boys' end, we've got a lot of contenders. On the girls' end, between Ellender and Vanderbilt and whoever it may be, there's going to be a lot of contenders. I think we're going to see a lot of playoff teams in basketball in our area. And I'd hate to make it as simple as this, that football wasn't as good, so basketball will be. But in some way, shape, or form, I sort of believe that deep down inside. I believe that there were more kids maybe committed to the sport, maybe because they're even if they were committed to football, they're out of the playoffs earlier or didn't make the playoffs at all, so the teams are starting off a little stronger. Yeah, I, I, again, I would agree with you that basketball is going to be pretty good this upcoming year. I, I do think we are going to have some teams that are going to struggle a little bit, but we've sort of gone back to that old, you know, these were the teams that were traditionally not strong and they're not this year, and these are the teams that are traditionally strong, and they will be. The only team right now early on, and listen, it's real early, but the only team right now early on that I'm going – Huh. Is there something to miss there? Is maybe HL a little bit with the boys? That you know, but but you know, we saw South Terrebonne sort of make a rise last year, just a little bit in boys basketball, and it looks like they're struggling now. Where I just feel like your traditional teams that have done well in our area, we're going to see them do well again this year. I think it's going to be a really good basketball year. Don't forget. You know, heck, we had the state champion in girls basketball right there at Ellender here last year. So it's it, it, it consist, consistently good in basketball in our area. 
LSU's going to College Station. One of the things that you and I share a commonality for is we both don't like Texas A&M. But on the flip side to that, Texas A&M does have some talent, though the bus is kind of on fire. Uh, are you worried about this at all, going to a loud, uh, loud rowdy environment? LSU's a 10-point favorite on the road. Are you concerned at all about this, maybe being Jimbo's last stand? Well, the first thing I have to do before we even get to that is say to all of the viewers out there, how impressive your picks, for everybody that doesn't know, we make the little picks right before the end of the show on Saturday. And, man, I spent the whole weekend going, dang, Casey got that one right. Dang, you did a phenomenal job. You said that LSU would pull away from Alabama, Birmingham, and they did. You said that Arkansas, you know, was going to put it on Ole Miss. They did. You said that South Carolina was going to beat Tennessee. They did. So whatever you say about this game, I'm going to hang on it. I'm go- I'll wait till Saturday to get your official pick, but I'm going to hang on it. But Stan, he missed. Work. Stan, he missed the rest of them. No, no, I did not. No, now. <laughs> he even got some pro was right though. His yeah. Cowboys. You know, we were all thinking that nah, the Cowboys are going to have trouble with the Vikings. He got that right, and I said. I don't know how much money he put down this weekend, but, man, he might not ever have to do a radio show again in his life. No. But nonetheless, listen, I, look, the, the Texas A&M thing, uh, I, I agree with you. They have the same resources LSU's got, maybe more in some areas. Uh, the only thing is, is, yeah, the house is on fire a little bit. I, I worry about it. I think I was more worried two weeks ago and maybe not as much this week. Because i got to tell you, UMass is bad, man. UMass is not a good college football team. And they struggled in that one. I mean, they won it 20-3, but it was close most of the game. So I, I, if, if, if what I believe in with Brian Kelly comes to fruition, I think he's going to have them ready to play, and I think they'll be okay. Some of the guys that Texas A&M purchased in the last recruiting class were from Louisiana. There are some, there are some whispers that some of those guys may be looking at coming back home. Um, do you, uh, look, man, <clears throat> it's easy for me to sit up here and be petty and say, oh, he shouldn't take them back. But on the other hand, it's like, hey, your job is to win football games, and if there's a five-star safety from the North Shore that left and went there for a year but now wants to come back, he probably helps your football team going forward. I don't know, man. What are your thoughts about that? It looks like some of those boys are maybe willing to admit, hey, maybe I didn't make the right decision. Maybe I should go and wear purple and gold going forward. Yeah, listen, I'm sure that's a case-by-case situation. And and depending on what the kid did when he left or what was said, I mean, there might be some internal things we'll never know about. But for the most part, for the most part, you have to be – where you're willing to talk to anybody, whether they left you. I do think that that's what's going to happen with the portal. The portal is going to allow people to go home. And I think that's what some people are looking for. They're looking just to go home. And it certainly happened with a couple of the kids from Arkansas who came back this last year, uh, Brooks and Fuchsia. So I I get it. And I would imagine that Brian Kelly would, you know, if they're going to help my program, we're going to take them. But the one thing Brian Kelly, I believe, is going to make them be is accountable. And that's what I like. There seems to be accountability in that program. And he'll allow a guy to come back, but you just have to be accountable when you get back. 
Let's talk about the Saints. They get a win over the Rams. Look, Brian and I talked about this yesterday. The Rams are just every bit as much of a mess as New Orleans is. I'm not going to be impressed until I see them carry that forward against San Francisco on Sunday, which I don't think is going to happen. But what were your thoughts as you were watching New Orleans? Hey, they moved it on Aaron Donald's on Aaron Donald's defense. They had a nice showing, played pretty well. What were your thoughts as you were watching New Orleans beat the defending Super Bowl champions? Really don't know how to read it because I sit here and think of the last two wins, which were over Las Vegas and Los Angeles, and they are not very good football teams. And I think, you know, if the Saints are beating the teams they should beat, great. I don't think San Francisco's one of those teams, right? <laughs> I think it's obviously going to be a step up in caliber when they take on San Francisco, especially playing on the West Coast. So, yeah, but but I'm selling the Saints short just a little bit because they did what they needed to do, right? So uh, Andy Dalton did what he needed to do. Jarvis Landry, I was impressed with, came in and looked like he played hard. I think Olave is a player for them. I think they did it without, you know, Kamara going off in the game. Uh, the defense played well. So, yeah, I, I was very pleased with the win. I think it was good. Uh, if they do that sort of thing against the 49ers, then we have a reason to talk. But as it stands right now, again, I'm still the little emoji with his hands up going, meh, uh, you know, whatever. We did this whole segment on Saturday. We're talking about how we don't trust anything in the NFC. Well, I think we were wrong. I trust the 49ers in the NFC. They got a 38 to 10 win over Arizona. I don't care what the records say. I know the Eagles are up there and you know the Giants. I think the Giants aren't any good. We saw what the Vikings are on Sunday. I don't think that they're very good. Dallas is too inconsistent. I think before it's all said and done, the 49ers are going to be one of the last teams, if not the last team left standing in the NFC. But boy, adding Christian McCaffrey to that roster has made them really prolific. Agree, man. And they're getting all of these guys who were hurt back. And you have McCaffrey, which a lot of people would love to have just as that jewel everything threat. Well, you got Debo, Sam, uh, uh, Debo, the same kind of guy, Samuel, who can do that, but from a wide receiver position. So you got a running back who can do what a wide receiver can do, and you got a wide receiver who can do what a running back can do. I don't know how you stop that. And then there's guys who can come in and kind of take their spots and, and actually carry the load and give them a break. Uh, yeah, listen, we, we talked about Garoppolo and who would want Garoppolo. When that type of system where the quarterback doesn't have to overshine anybody, they might be the team to beat going forward. And next year they're going to have Tom Brady. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. <laughs> well, brother, we know that we got to get you out of here by 1230, so thanks so much for the time, man. And, look, brother, have a happy Thanksgiving, man. We're definitely uh, wishing you guys well, and uh, can't wait for Saturday. Same to y'all. Tell, uh, you know, truck, everybody back at the board, Brian, everybody, uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and uh, we're getting into the happy time of the year. No doubt, brother. Take care. All right. Thank you, Casey. Yep. That is Stan Gravois. We will be uh, making sure that his check is in the mail for all of his complimentary words about my picking skills. Oh, my goodness. We were 5-1 and one on Patreon yesterday, which means that we're now 17-7 and seven in our last 24 picks that we have sold. So we're making people some money. Now but, I got to join that. Yeah, man. Uh, and if you don't sports bet, you could also see. Let's see the things that we posted yesterday. You could see. An interview with Brody Williams after South LaFouche's win, an interview with Brandon Daniels, an interview with Hayden Kale, and also some highlights from South LaFouche's game with Bourgeois and also Central's game with Southside.
for five dollars a month, man. That's 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 a bargain. That is a bargain. Let's catch a break. When we get back, your check is also in the mail, by the way. (laughs) When we get back, uh, we are going to talk about Monday Night Football. It's play by play here on KLEB. The French Connection, the all new Raging Cajun, one hundred two point seven FM. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. wants to wish everyone a happy holiday and to help you out and make you really happy for the holidays they are offering a free butterball turkey when you purchase a smithfield spiral ham yes buy a smithfield spiral ham at 2.99 per pound and get up to 16 pounds free on a butterball grade a frozen turkey limit one per customer also good on honeysuckle or best choice grade a frozen turkeys based on availability Gobble, gobble. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit TG Health System. Dot com. Come on! Yeah! If you want it all back, jump to your feet right now! Oh! For the kingdom suffering violence, but the violent take it! Take it by force! Welcome back to Play by Play. I was um, actually editing video last night, watching the second half of Monday Night Football. Then I rewound the tape and watched a little bit of the first half as the 49ers get the win over the Cardinals, 38-10. to And it was clear as day to me. Uh, maybe I'm just overreacting to one game, but I'm going to read you the NFC teams right now, and I challenge anybody to tell me who's better than San Francisco. Philadelphia is 9-1. Jalen Hurts is starting to do Jalen Hurts stuff, right? They're starting to struggle. They lost the last one, needed a miracle to win Sunday. The Cowboys are 7-3. and three. They're inconsistent. The Giants are 7-3. and three. I don't even think they're a good football team. The Vikings are 8-2. and two. Eh. 
Uh, the Bucks are five and five. I'm I'm paying attention to them. They're starting to maybe uh, slowly turn things around. The 49ers are six and four. The Seahawks are six and four. And again, I don't even think that they're good. Um, I think this is a situation where, and it's ironic. It's very ironic. You got a 49ers team that's about ready to be approaching the playoffs, maybe as one of the lead dogs, maybe as one of the favorites, if not the favorite, with a quarterback that they didn't want, quarterback that they tried everything in their power to do to get rid of, started the season on the bench. Trey Lance was awful and then got injured. Now Garoppolo's back. He's playing his butt off. 15 touchdowns, four interceptions, playing as well as he's ever played. Um, Man, it's interesting. This is a 49er team that adds McCaffrey. And boy, how explosive they've now become. They've got McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell in the backfield, two really good running backs. And oh, yeah, they give it to Debo Samuel as well. In the receiving core, you got Ayuk, who's a deep threat, Debo Samuel, Kittle, McCaffrey, Juszczyk. Like they've got dudes all over the field. And oh, yeah, they got a great defense. I don't want to deal with them. Like from a Cowboy fan perspective, if I were making a list of the teams that I wanted to avoid in the playoffs, they're number one. I don't want anything to do with them in the postseason. Yeah, I, I think they have all the right pieces. Uh, the point uh, I want to make right here, and I think uh, could come into play, can the Eagles hold on to home field advantage? Uh, if they can, that might make a difference. We're looking forward to maybe NFC Championship game. Uh, but if you got to go to the West Coast and play that team, that's a that's a tough deal. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, it's it's crazy, and the the, the NFL is designed to be this way, so we shouldn't be surprised. But the gap between good teams and bad teams is so razor thin. The Vikings are eight and two. They have a point differential of minus two, meaning that their opponents have scored more than they have, and they're eight and two. That's crazy. The Jaguars are three and seven. The Jaguars' point differentials plus 11. They have scored more points than their opponents, and they're 3-7. and seven. The Vikings have scored fewer points than their opponents, and they're 8-2. and two. It just goes to show, man, like the difference between a good team and a bad team is really not a lot. A lot of these games come down to the wire. Las Vegas Raiders are a great example of that. They're 3-7, and seven, and everybody's picking on them. Oh, they're going to fire their coach, blah, 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 blah. The Raiders lost by 5, lost by 6, lost by 2, lost by 1. The Saints beat them up good, lost by 24 there, lost by seven, lost by five. You like they could very easily yep. be above. Like that's just the way the NFL is, man. You got to finish games, you got to finish drives. Everybody moves the ball between the 30s. It's the teams that are good in the red zone and the teams that close out quarters, close out halves. Those are the teams that excel, man. It's crazy. And and the teams that don't turn the ball over. There you go. The Saints proved that last week. They didn't turn the ball over, they win. Maybe what two penalties? Didn't turn the ball over. That, that Saints, if they can do that, they have a shot to win. It's when they continuously turn the ball over and have 100 yards of penalties every game, there's just no chance. So the teams that can do that, yes, they'll uh, take a, a leap uh, ahead of other people. Tampa Bay is going to be traveling to take on Cleveland on Sunday. Uh, the Browns do not yet have Deshaun Watson back in the lineup, so Cleveland shouldn't be able to muster a ton of offense on Tampa, but Jacoby Brissett is playing relatively well throughout the early stages of the season. Um, Tampa's an interesting case to me. They're 5-5. Five and five. Early in the year, they looked like a complete wreck. Um, they were sitting at 3-5. and five. They won their last two. They narrowly beat the Rams. Yeah, that's not that impressive. Then they beat the Seahawks. 
Um, I just get flashbacks of the year that they won it all, where they were not good, and then Tom Brady decided, okay, I'm willing to get hit again. He started standing in the pocket a little longer, going deeper down the field. Their offense opened up, and then they were never the same. They, they put it on everybody the rest of the way. Does he still have that gear left in him? Does he still have that desire left in him? Um, what are your thoughts on Tampa? Because, look, this assumption is that Brady's playing poorly, and he's really not. 12 touchdowns, two interceptions, 2,800 yards, completion percentage 66. The thing is that they just don't have any vertical passing because he wants to throw short all game long. I could see a world where if he just holds on to that ball another second longer, lets those receivers get down the field, they could change this whole thing around. Do you think they have a run left in them? I think they may have a run in them to get in the playoffs, and it's a one-and-done situation. But uh, in that division, and I'm not going to – there's another team you got to keep your eye on. Dirty Birds? Yeah, I, I, yes. The Dirty Birds are playing well. They did get a win on Sunday. I think what's going to hurt them is Kyle Pitts went down. Um, but, man, who would have thunk it? You know, Atlanta – was supposed to be tanking, right? They weren't even supposed to be in contention. And now, look, they've got a situation where on Sunday they're facing another team who's kind of in that same underdog role. The Washington Commanders, the Commanders were out of it. They were done. They were completely cooked. They were toast. They were 1-4. and four. Carson Wentz gets hurt. They start playing Taylor Heineke. They're now 6-5. and five. They won five out of their last six games. The only loss was a close loss against Minnesota. They beat the Eagles. They, you know, they beat Green Bay. They beat the Colts. Wentz is now healthy, but good on Ron Rivera saying, you know what? We're going to play the guy who's winning us these ball games. Heineke's stats are not flashy. Five touchdowns, four interceptions. But the guys just seem to play hard for him. They, they like to rally around him. He runs. He gets first downs. He's tough. He doesn't slide. All that little toughness built in. The commanders are on to something, man. They're playing well. So you're telling me Rivera is not following the policy, according to Jameis Winston? No, no. The, po- <laughs> the unwritten yeah. rules, the, the policy, yeah. Or you can't lose your job due to injury? Yeah, I guess the, the commanders that, don't have that rule written down. Huh? Where's that game going to be played? Uh, let me tell you. Week 12, commanders and Falcons, that will be played in Washington. I think that's going to be a good football game. Which which Thanksgiving game are you most looking forward to? You got the Cowboys and the Giants. That's seven and three versus seven and three. You got the Bills and the Lions. I like watching the Lions. Dan Campbell's crazy. Yes. Um, and then at night you got the Patriots and the Vikings, which is two quality teams. That one will be out in Minnesota. Which one are you looking most forward to? Mm, all three are gonna be yeah, could gonna be open. good. Uh, the Patriots, Hoffman, they uh, just upset the Vikings. You see, I'm going to tell you the line. I don't even know if Vegas would consider it an upset. Yeah, it would. The Patriots are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. So um, so you're telling me Patriots plus two-and-a-half over Minnesota? I would like it. I'm not <laughs> saying that's going right. to happen. Now, I'll tell you this. One thing that Las Vegas thinks, and I don't know that I agree with this, uh, Vegas thinks the Cowboys are going to beat the snot out of the Giants. It's a nine-point favorite for Dallas oh, at mercy. home. It's a big number in the divisional game. Cowboys beat him earlier in the year in, in New York, but it was close. It was very competitive, so I think that nine might be too much. Um, and then let's see. The the first game will be Buffalo and Detroit, and the Bills are a nine-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in that one against the Detroit Lions. Um, I think the Bills have the most talented team in the NFL. Josh Allen, he runs, he throws, he's got weapons. Diggs already has 1,000 yards, whatever it may be. 
I think the Bills sometimes, how could I say this? They know that they're really good and they try to push the envelope a little bit too much and they turn it over and like, I think they get a little bit cocky at times. Um, but man, when they're roaring and when, like what I'm trying to say is that when every team in the NFL plays their A-plus game, I think their A-plus game is better than everyone else's. Yeah, the Bills just uh, get in the flow of the game and just let it happen instead of maybe trying to press too much and, and force things. Yeah, that's when they might get into trouble. But I agree. I think the Bills are the most talented team. And, you know, when you look in playoffs, if uh, they have to have a bad taste in their mouth from last year. Let me tell you something. Thanksgiving will be fun because of all the pro football. We've also got the Egg Bowl, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, which has intrigue because there are reports around the country that Lane Kiffin's about ready to go to Auburn. He's denying those reports, but I don't know that everybody's lying. I guess we'll find out in the next couple of days. Somebody is. <laughs> right? Somebody's <laughs> lying. Friday, we got your green wave against Cincinnati. If Tulane wins that, they'll move on to their conference championship game. Friday, we got NC State and North Carolina. That's two top 25 teams. Friday, we got Florida versus Florida State, which is a big matchup. Over the weekend, we got LSU and Texas A&M, Michigan and Ohio State, Clemson and South Carolina, the Iron Bowl, Oregon versus Oregon State. What I'm getting at, you know, Notre Dame and USC is another one. Boy, I'm going to be eating some leftover turkey Saturday, sitting my behind on the couch. I don't plan to move. It's going to be a day of a ton of really, really good football. Let me get your thoughts on this. Michigan, Ohio State, early kickoff. What's what your thoughts on that? Uh, in terms of, do I like that yeah, it's so early? Yeah, always? Yeah, they always play yeah. at 11. That's just part of the tradition. I don't like it. Um, fans in the South, I know LSU fans would hate it, but over there they actually like that for whatever reason. I think part of it is, um, I think part of why, and I remember reading this in a book about college football, back in the day in the 50s and the 60s, and listen to this, this will show you a culture shock. This is not anything we could relate to. The Big Ten scheduled a lot of their games at 10 and 11 a.m. because they knew later on in the season, um, if they did it any later, it'd be dark, and they didn't want fans driving home in the snow. Wow. Isn't that something? Uh, so, yeah, that's why they have a lot of early kickoffs in that conference because, you know, this time of the year it'll be cold, it'll be um, frigid, and uh, they want to have the fans leaving while it's still daylight. So thoughtful. LSU fans, you know, we want to be drunk and we want to be, you know, partying and let's kick off at 9 30 p.m if, if we if we can oh yeah y'all can't stand the <laughs> 11 o'clock kickoff yeah it, yeah that's that's not a big uh not a big fan of the the lsu or the lsu fans are not a big fan of the early kickoffs um is tulane gonna beat cincinnati let's see i'm curious to see the line of this cincinnati wow I, i'm a, i would before i even see a line i would say no you know what i look okay cincinnati's a two-point favorite and the game is in Cincinnati. So that leads me to believe, as they always say, home field advantage is worth four, four and a half points. That leads me to believe that Vegas would favor Tulane on a neutral field, which I thought is very interesting. But look, Cincinnati's, they've been there before. I mean, they've played in some big games. They've, you know, they've made it to the playoff. You know, they've been in these, this spot before. Um, but I think it shows a lot of respect to the wave, the fact that Vegas thinks, hey, man, on a neutral field, you could beat these guys. One thing about Tulane, we know their defense is really good. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I was wrong. Earlier in the season, I thought their quarterback, Michael Pratt, was terrible. He, he, I, I just didn't trust him. I, 
I don't know, but he's got 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. He has exceeded my expectations. He has played really, really well, and um, he's a weapon. He's a weapon. And uh, the key for them is they got their run game going, and that opened up the pass, and it opened up uh, the quarterback, Pratt, running the ball. So uh, if they can continue playing solid defense and running the football the way they've been doing, uh, I I think it could be a close game, but – and maybe I'm just going on the pass with Cincinnati. You know, like you said before, they've been there before. Um, you know, they're at home. It's uh, definitely an uphill battle for the Wave, but hopefully they can go up there and pull it out. Yeah, no doubt. And, and you know, if they win that, they move on to the American Athletic Conference Championship game. Um, let's talk about this. Um, is, is Lane going to leave? You know, that there are reports saying you know, he's going to Auburn. And he, as we said earlier in the segment, he's denied those reports. But... I mean, these are prominent reporters who are saying that, hey, after Thursday, he's stepping down. He's going to the plains of Auburn. And uh, what are your thoughts, man? Is 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 the the old phrase back in the day? We used to call him Runaway Lane because he would have a new job every year. Um, is he going to leave Ole Miss? I uh, I'm hoping not. I hope he stays there. If um, if and I don't know this, but if he wants to take over Alabama in the you know in the future, I think his Decision should be to stay where he's at because if you uh, you move again, then in, uh, how long Saban has left? You know, I mean, he Saban thinks ten more years, but nah, you know, I don't know if he has ten three, more games, three to five <laughs> years if if that, and if uh, Kiffin leaves again, I think he's just shutting the door on uh, on any possible chance to go to Alabama. Now let's talk about this: Florida and Florida State. Florida six and five. Florida State is eight and three. Um, how much do we read into the first-year struggles of Napier? Look, I watched a lot of UL because I'm a degenerate gambler. <laughs> I, I watched a lot of their games because I bet a lot of their games. He did a lot of less Miles stuff there, a lot of stuff that shouldn't have worked that worked, and they won a lot of games because of it. Here in the SEC, hasn't worked as well. They're 6-5. and five. They got beat by Vanderbilt. They're not favored to beat Florida State. They're actually favored to get blown out against Florida State on Saturday. Florida State's a 10-point favorite. If they lose that one and go 6-6, six and six, like if you were a Florida Gator fan and you're seeing this and then you're seeing what's happening at LSU, would you be like a little bit concerned that maybe you didn't pick the right guy or would you be willing to give him a little bit more time? I think you got to give him a little bit more time. Let him get a you know hit recruiting class in and see what he can do. But yeah, if then if next year is the same, then you start. There's got to be some concern, but you can't uh, base your decision on what LSU has done because that's uh, the job Brian Kelly has done and his staff. Just uh, it's amazing. Yeah, no doubt about that. I was looking at this yesterday, and people don't realize this because we remember Brian Kelly from Notre Dame, and most folks don't even remember that he was at Cincinnati, and don't even remember that he was at you know Central Michigan before, and and. Very few even realize that he won multiple national championships in Division II at Grand Valley State. The dude has won 272 games. It was crazy. I, like, I didn't realize his career had spanned that long, but he's 272 and 98 with two ties. And in the last few seasons, in 2017 at Notre Dame, he was 10 and 3. 2018 at Notre Dame, 12 and 1. 2019, 11 and 2. Then 10 and 2. Then 11 and 1. Then 9 and 2. What I'm getting at is LSU fans should be used to winning 9-10 games just about every year. Whenever he gets that thing set up, they're going to be in really, really good shape. Yeah, so he has 98 
total losses. So after this year, he'll have 100. Oh. So I'm trying to figure out if you're trying to say they'll lose to A&M. Lose an edge, too. Okay, so do you think they'll win the bowl? Yeah. I would have I would have given you beat A and M lose to Georgia lose the bowl but lose to oh okay all right we'll see how that goes <laughs> let's catch a break when we get back we'll get some picks uh, apparently Coach Colley has just made his pick take Texas A and M with the money line on Saturday it's play by play here on KLEB we'll be right back after this hi I'm Chad Boudreau owner president of Joe Septic Contractors one of the real joys of the holiday season is the opportunity to say thank you and to wish everyone a happy holiday and New Year filled with wealth, happiness, and prosperity. From the staff of Joe Septic and the entire Boudreaux family. For nearly half a century, Tiger Rag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at tigerrag.com. Want a freezy, easy-go gas golf cart? Golden Motors will be giving away a brand-new golf cart to anyone who buys a new or pre-owned vehicle during the months of November 1st through January 31st. Buy your next new or pre-owned car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collection of Silverados, Equinox, Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cutoff, call 985-325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at letsrev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high speed internet you need. Build your plan at letsrev.com. Let's Rev. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. The deputies of the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office remind you to designate a driver if you plan to drink this holiday season. By driving impaired, you endanger others as well as yourself. Designate a driver anytime you plan to drink. Have a safe and happy holiday season. From the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office.
Welcome back to Play by Play. We've got about, oh, five or so minutes left to spend with you all. We want to thank Coach Brian Colley for spending some time with us. Uh, bro, you're going to have to pass some time whenever the teaching gig comes up. You're more than welcome anytime in here, man. Makes the show flow more smoothly whenever there I don't have to listen to myself talk for 90 minutes so we thank you so much for the time yeah I get somebody gets to see you beat your chest when some uh, when Stan give you that compliment true story and look I want to say this to everybody yesterday uh Carter bro of South Lafouche shout out Carter bro great kid he's passing uh where I'm sitting in the bleachers and he says hey man I saw that stuff with Michael Thomas and um Apparently, there were some HL Bourgeois fans in the bleachers who knew about it but didn't realize that it was me, and they all burst out laughing. And one of the young, the, the young ladies was like, hey, take off your hat. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna... come on now. <laughs> so I guess what I'm getting at is if you see me in public, don't make the Michael Thomas joke behind my back. Like, get me in on it. I'll take off my hat. I want to laugh with you guys. You guys, like, I'm aware that this is something that's going on. So, yeah, include me in the in the festivities. I'm not a poor sport. Just be careful. If you, if you take a picture, have a couple of dollars for him. He's <laughs> that's charging right. now. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, we've got three betting picks today. The Brooklyn Nets minus seven over the 76ers. The, the 76ers are without Harden, Maxi, and Embiid. They're going to get killed tonight. The, the Brooklyn Nets are going to come in hot. Um, ben Simmons is going to be looking for revenge. And Ben Simmons is terrible, but without all of the best players for the 76ers, he should be able to bully forward and get that win. I also like over 217 in that same game. Uh, the 76ers don't play defense even when they're healthy, much less when they're not. And the Nets are kind of in the same boat. So I see both teams kind of getting some offense there in that one. I like the Nuggets, minus six over the Detroit Pistons. The Nuggets are at home. It's hard for bad teams to play in altitude. The Pistons are not very good. I think the Nuggets will be able to put it on them pretty good in that one. Um, college basketball today. Let's see some of the games that I have on my list here. Um, how about Tulane, over 140 against Rhode Island? I like the Wave. I think that the Wave are going to be able to score. I think Rhode Island will be able to score a little bit too. I like over 140 in that matchup there. And the last one that I'll give you today, I like Arizona minus one over San Diego State in college basketball. Just different levels of athletes. I think Arizona's got too many athletes. I think that they will be able to get the win over San Diego State. Let's see if I can give you a college football one. There are a couple of college football games today. And, of course, if you want to see my full card of games today, you could subscribe over on Patreon, and I'll give you a bunch of others. Let's see. Uh, tonight in college football... Uh, well, you know what? I ain't going to insult your intelligence. I don't have a read on any of these Mac games. I know Ohio's playing Bowling Green and Miami of Ohio's playing Ball State, and I don't want to just guess. I don't want to give you guys a, a loser there. Give us your best bet. My best bet? Okay, that would probably be the Nets minus seven over the 76ers today. 76ers should not be competitive without all their guys in the lineup. Would you take eight? Yeah, yeah, I would take eight. The 76ers are without their three, literally their three best guys. Um, so, yeah, I think Brooklyn. And Brooklyn has reason to play hard. They want to stick it to the 76ers. Yeah, I think Brooklyn's going to go on the road and take care of business there. Live betting on the radio. Live betting on the radio. Hey, isn't, it, isn't America beautiful? I want to thank our sponsors. I'll the, call you tomorrow. <laughs> the Blue Boot Foundation, Bent's RV located on Highway 90 in Booty, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. 
Rouse's Markets feels like home, and Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Tomorrow, we've got big trouble because tomorrow we've got the turtle coming on, and the turtle is chomping at the bit. He wants to talk about BJ Daniels and the South Lafouche basketball team. And a reminder also, our first broadcast of the season will be one week from today. South Lafouche will be taking on Thibodeau on the road. That's a boys' varsity single-header game. Also next week on Friday night, we got South Lafouche traveling to Patterson. Um, something tells me I'm going to be going to get Eastgate Barbecue while we're in Patterson, or maybe even that uh, buffet pizza spot that we like out there in Patterson also. We're going to put a pin in it. Coach, thanks so much, as always, for coming on by. I think tomorrow you're actually beginning your Thanksgiving voyage. On the road. So you'll be on the road. Uh, we're going to be on the road later to the, at the Thibodeau Tournament. The first game is at 5. So come on out and see us. And if you got a Michael Thomas joke, come up, come say it to me. I'm like, we, we, we got this. Man, a happy Thanksgiving. I won't be here tomorrow. So hope you and your family have a, a good Thanksgiving. Same to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. You've been listening to Play by Play. This one will be up in the cloud in ah, about 15, 20 minutes. Have a wonderful rest of the day. We'll be back at the same time tomorrow. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.